So hello and welcome to the Dr. Richard podcast, a show about health, well-being, fitness and humanity. I'm Dr. Richard Marks. Today I'm excited to talk to Cam Holmes. Cam is one of the stars with Emily and many others of Too Hot to Handle too, and where they met. And they also work in other fields with brands and things. And Cam is also working in music. Let's start with three things that make you smile. Three things that make me smile. Oh, God, start me off with a, with a good question. Um, what makes me smile? <laughs> I'll, what, what? I'll give you some. These are the things that I kind of like. I, feel, I, feel like I would I... give you like food, family, travel, um, you know health, fitness, those kind of things. Like, What are the favourite things that you like to do, really? I feel like they're, they're, I don't want to give the obvious questions, but yeah, like fr- seeing friends and family happy. Like, you know, like example is like when you, at Christmas time, when I give my mum or, you know, my stepmom, dad, a nice present. Mm. That's like a, such a nice moment, you know, when you smile. Mm. I think, you know, it's, oh, M, forgot about M. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. Obviously oh, when <laughs> forgot her. Yeah, obviously when M smiles. Um... A weird one, I think, for me is uh, like Marvel. I love like uh, oh, amazing. Like, I love um, me too. I love it as well. All the nerdy <laughs> stuff. So like when when I watch a Marvel film, that that makes me smile. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm probably yeah food. Food's always. I think food makes everyone smile. Do you know what I mean? Food Definitely. is just the one thing to everyone's everyone's heart. To be honest. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Do you cook? Or? Um, yeah, I actually cook. The thing is, so me and I have, have this ongoing argument, and we kind of decided the other day. I'm the better cook, but she cooks more. Okay. So her argument was, oh, yeah, but you never cook. I'm like, just because I, I don't cook doesn't mean I can't cook. Yeah. But I've been, yeah, I've been cooking. You prefer to do something a bit more special. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't cook that much. I have, like, my meal preps and all that all that stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah. M, M cooks more, but I'm the... I'm the skillful one in, in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, something a bit more elaborate. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> like a beef wellington, you know, something a bit more technical. That's... I'm I'm a typical, like, make-a-mess cook, like, plans everywhere, everything. And just... uh, do, you not, do you not clean up as you go? <laughs> well, I try and get my partner to clean up. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's just the thought of it stresses me out. Like, I, I have to clean oh, up. Oh, that's good. I have to clean up as I wow. go. Wow. So if I finish and it's all a mess, like... Oh, no, that I is can't. brilliant. That makes you a good boyfriend, <laughs> definitely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how we know each other and obviously doing your smile. Obviously, we know a couple of other people from Series 1 to mm-hmm. Chloe and Beach and, and Corey Sampson as yeah. well, who are patients of ours. But yeah, as we, we said, we've been uh, sorting out your smile. I think you always had a good smile, but we're just kind of making it better. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I mean, so I had... Obviously, before I came to you, I had Invisalign only on my top teeth about about a year before the show they kind of finished but it was weird because when I went on the show everyone accused me of having like veneers and everyone said oh your teeth aren't real because obviously my that you know they didn't see my bottom ones you've seen my bottom ones but if you just saw the top ones on the show I can see why people might have thought that plus they were very white on the show like I used to, I used to whiten them so much <laughs> like, I think I had I think I had like tw- I bought like I uh, bought it online. It was uh, it was all official. It was like twenty two percent peroxide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And weirdly, my teeth just were fine. They took it. Yeah, but yeah. I would do. You got to be careful. You got to be. Yeah, careful. I know. I know now. I probably should have. Some been. of those products that you know. That's why we would say the internet ones. Obviously, you 
you got a good one, but some of them can have like acids in and strip the enamel, or they may use like bleaches that are not dental grade. They're like oh yeah, I feel household like, bleach. I feel like I do not know what that stuff was, and I probably should not have been using it. But it was all for it the for it was yeah. all for the white. The other funny thing is, like you said, like um, in America, you get people who are like whitening addicts, and then yeah. like... it, it becomes it becomes it, an addi- it honestly does become an addiction. I feel like mine now are just like a. A nice color then you know they're still white but they're not like bam in your face yeah um i feel like i would probably will whiten them again yeah, but, yeah of course but for now yeah during the show it was just, just weird. for the it looks like even on the camera and because you're in the sunshine as well you oh, know God, they, they, they still look really they look even more <laughs> but yeah it was it was weird getting people to accuse me of i had to tell people that these are my real teeth yeah, yeah. and then the only way i'd prove that was showing them my bottom ones which obviously was still my bottom oh, ones were a lot more crooked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're, we're getting there, aren't we? We are definitely. We are getting there. Then. Where was the show filmed then? Where? Yeah. Uh, Turks and Caicos. Oh, nice. Wow. It was unbelievable. That's amazing. Oh, it was. I've never been there, but obviously, you know, heard a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love to go back just to actually see the place itself because we were just confined to one space for yeah, the whole yeah. time. So I didn't really... The, only, the most I saw of Turks and Caicos was in the taxi ride to the airport where you know i was actually allowed to look out the windows yeah yeah but yeah it was a beautiful beautiful place amazing amazing yeah i guess it's like a kind of compound to filming everything and they have to kind of keep it oh yeah you're basically in prison (laughs) a nice prison i'm not not complaining it's a lovely prison but um yeah you are television prison tv prison that's essentially what it is (laughs) tell us about your music projects and well your interest in music anyway yeah so um, music's been the thing that I've always wanted to do since I was like a little kid. I used to kind of enter into a little talent contest and stuff when I was like younger. And then I hit kind of secondary school. And I was like, I'm not gonna do it anymore. It's not cool, you know that kind of that kind of attitude. Um, but yes, yeah, I mean, I went on the show to get the platform and the connections I needed for music. So it was always, always, it's always been about music um, because I knew. Not that I didn't want to do the work to become a kind of music guys because I respect people that have built themselves from the ground up. But I thought, right, okay, you know, you look at someone like you know, Wes Nelson, for example, who's done that very well. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, if I can get on a show, get this platform, get the connections, it makes it makes it a lot easier for me to do what I want to do. And is that in terms of um, uh, singing or writing or? Um, so I'm a singer songwriter. So I write all my songs, um, sing them. So at the moment I'm going through a lot of vocal coaching um, because we basically we jump. I jump straight into the studio uh, with all my songs that I've written and recorded them. But vocally, I I wanted to be better. So at the moment we're kind of taking a bit of time away from the studio, doing just mainly vocal lessons. Um, but this year is going to be the year that my music will come out. Um, you know, I'd I'd want it out sooner, but. I've got yeah. to listen to the to the powers above me and yeah, yeah. Uh, the people that guide me. And you've me. got to get it right, right. You it, know. Need, it needs to be right. I mean, I'm so so protective over it because again, there's benefits to doing what I've done. Benefit is I've got you know a good platform and exposure, but the kind of the downfall is that a lot of people will judge it straight away because they'll be like, he's an influencer, he's a reality star, and if it's if it's good, people will love it. But if it's if it's not perfect, people will go, ah, you can't sing. Mm. You know, people are much quicker to judge if you're not. You haven't worked your way from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course, of course. So for me, it it has to be perfect. You know, everything about it has to be perfect. It has to be the right song. Um, but it's exciting though. I mean, I think oh, we're definitely. Well, if you're doing gigs and things, definitely would be great to come along. Oh, of course, <laughs> you can come there. I'll be there with my teeth. You know, my <laughs> exactly. shark, my pearly whites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
tell us about growing up in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Wales was... I loved it. You know, I loved growing up in Wales. It, I think for me, it's given me the grounding that allows me to do as well as I have, I have done and, and to carry on doing to be successful. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll explain that point. I think, you know, Wales is very, very different to London. You know, it, it's a smaller place. You know, it's, it's a lot more... I suppose London is quite bougie. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's certain things in London that I didn't even know of. You know, all some of the restaurants I've been to, like members clubs, all these weird things that yeah, you only yeah. find in London. I just thought back in Wales, it's it's a lot smaller, especially from Newport. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I grew up in a small little town. Um, but That's I think South Wales, isn't it? Yeah, South Wales. Yeah. So I was in. I grew up in a small little town called Newport, and then I moved to Cardiff for uni, which is you know a bit bigger. There was a lot more going on there. Um, but still, you know, like my mum lives up in the valleys now, so when I go back and see her, it's literally just two different worlds. Um, but I think that's made me kind of keep grounded and, and it's allowed me to stay humble because I'm just like an, a, a normal kid. You know, I think yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, the, I don't think I'd ever change to a point where I don't enjoy the normal things. Yeah, like definitely. like yesterday, I literally, <laughs> I literally went to um, I think I went to Tesco's and I bought a meal deal and I was just walking walking through the streets eating a sandwich and someone's like, I oh, can I have a picture. And sometimes I forget. I'm like, I'm like oh yeah, you can. I was just there, just with a hat on, looking like a tramp. I have my trackies on, half a sandwich in my mouth. But yeah, I think growing up in Wales was, was definitely... Benef- it's important to remember your roots. Like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't go back as I don't go back as much as I like to just because I'm busy. But you know, when I do go back, it's it's nice to appreciate. It's, it's a lot quieter, yeah, but I yeah. like that. Cause you know what else I was thinking is how um, the Wales is quite a musical place. You know, with the uh, it, obviously Tom Jones. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people say that you know if you're Welsh, you can you can sing. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a common thing, yeah. but I I don't know. I mean. I don't know too many of my friends that can sing, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's, it is a musical place. Yeah, yeah, and um, and hopefully your mum is coming to see us as well. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. She's uh, she when she she came down. Yeah, she's was it last down. last week. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she's uh, she's missing a tooth, bless her, people. Uh, you guys are very close, yeah. Yeah, me and my mum are so close. I've always been like a little mummy's boy. Oh. Like like growing up, be like I need my mum. Oh. I need my mum. So, That's good. Yeah, it was nice to have her come down, and she she loved coming in to see you guys. And uh, yeah, bless her. So, why did you go to Scotland recently? <laughs> yeah, that was a, was a random one. That was um, well. I so it was my lamb's anniversary, so a year being together, um, which was very very nice. Uh, and I wanted to go away, so we were going to go abroad. But it was literally just as the kind of COVID situation was getting a lot worse. It was like travel was a bit funny, and I thought, right, I don't really want to book something and then get it cancelled if we're going abroad. So I, it was actually through through my, some of my manager knows. He said this. He said, oh, I got a guy that kind of that hosts you in these in these castles in Scotland. And I thought that's a bit that's a bit different. I've never thought of doing that. Um, so we went went down. I literally I fully sorted it. Like I was I was impressed with my with with the effort. So we had. A, this big 11 bedroom castle to ourselves wow with a private butler private driver private chef it was literally like you like you know below deck 
It, it was like <laughs> I love the it was, <laughs> it was like below deck, but with castles. It was literally like below castle. It was like whenever you wanted food, whenever you wanted anything, oh, right, you wanted literally take, there. It was it was honestly it was unreal. I I'd never been to Scotland before. That was like the first time. I think I went when I was younger. But Scotland is we were quite high. We were quite in the Highlands maybe or somewhere. We at were least like quite north. In yeah, we were quite north, like in Inverness. Round around Inverness. Yeah, so it was ah oh, so nice. Like, I've ne- I've never been. I've been to Edinburgh obviously and yeah. Um, Dundee, the, the, like I've been around those main parts, but you know, it's supposed to be so incredible. Oh, it's like I actually couldn't believe it. I was thinking like this is actually like in the UK, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure like Scotland's been voted one of the most like prettiest, yeah. most beautiful places in 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 the world. And I can kind of see why now. We went up to, so we kind of saw all the mountains, everything. So we went up to see these reindeers. Because I kind of planned this trip. So anywhere I go now, as long as I've got something involved with animals, M M's happy. So we went up and we fed these reindeers. Um, so yeah, she, it, it was it was a very very nice trip. Loved it. It's funny. Um, I met um a couple in Mykonos who owned they owned like a boutique hotel yeah. and they were like, oh, we got to close up for the winter, you know, because they got the season. And they were like, I said, oh, where are you going? And they're like, we're going to Scotland. And they said, <laughs> we got sunshine all the time. Like it's, we want to see greenery and yeah, things. It's, like it's, that. It's, it's, I think when you say Scotland, people are like, well, why? But like, you know, when people say, when we went, people were like, "Why did you go to Scotland?" But then, like, when you're there, you're like, "Oh, I get it." Wow. Like, I can see why people Something come else. there. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. Yeah, very yeah. beautiful. I actually always wanted to go, but um, yeah, maybe you should get go. to that De- castle. Definitely, definitely <laughs> get to the castle, below castle. Add it, to, add it to the list. This definitely is an amazing anniversary. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, it was a different one. Yeah, different one. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what is it like living together as a couple? <laughs> um, good question. <laughs> you can see the good and the yeah you know, so challenging. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is, it's it's nice being together. I think you know, in, in the life that we live, it, it you know it's stressful. I think a lot of people sometimes think, oh, you've got the best, you know, you've got such an easy life, you know, you don't have to do anything. But it is stressful, you know. I think we both have each other to bounce off, mm. especially when the show came out, being with each other, living with each other help that massively because it's like if i was ever down emma bring me back up yeah vice versa with if emma was ever down i bring her back up um so that's obviously the good thing and you know we love each other and like she's my best friend so being with her is 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 amazing but now the bad things um, <laughs> the challenges <laughs> the challenges um is that m m likes a lot of rules right so this is a this is a she gave me this rule, didn't rule which which i've not rule. i've not abided by um she told me because our, our toilet flush is like uh, mirrored, hmm. she's like, oh, you can't flush it with your fingers anymore. You need to use your knuckles. <laughs> so she's told me I have to flush the toilet with my knuckles now. <laughs> and I'm also not, not allowed to stand up when I have a wee. I have to sit down. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm not. I, I live in a school. I can't. I've said to her, there's some things I'm like, I'll do that. But yeah, like, yeah, most yeah. things I'm like, no. I'm like, this is my house as well. I'm not going to be flushing the toilet with my knuckles um but you know we the thing is also we're both quite heated people we're yeah, both yeah. very stubborn yeah both yeah. quite heated so if we ever argue over something thing our arguments are really trivial yeah so yeah. our argument could literally be over the toilet flush but it'll become a big argument it's never about like anything deeper it's about the washing machine dishwasher yeah me not washing my plate do, do you wash your plates out before you put them in the dishwasher uh yes i do <laughs> oh, of course i do <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. that was something i learned growing up you can see a lot of these things is from growing up because we um we always used to do that but the funny thing in our house is like 
it's a massive family so there's eight kids so oh, really? everyone would do it together so it wouldn't take that much time but we were always taught that you should wash or rinse everything before oh, it goes in the dishwasher i was never taught that <laughs> i was never taught it. i didn't understand the importance of it but then i was like okay i kind of get it like you're getting you're getting stuff at the bottom of the thing but yeah there's some things i'll be like okay i'll do that but yeah we uh we do love living with each other. I think it's a challenge with anyone, though. You know, when you first Definitely. move in with someone... Definitely. You've got... You it's both... little things, like it's, you said. It's things the... for me is like closing cupboard doors. That really... Oh, uh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm right with that. I, I don't I don't leave cupboard doors open, <laughs> but I think... And making the bed. I always want the best. I, see, I, I make the bed more than Em does. Yeah, see? It's, yeah. it's interesting how one thing can bother one person and another thing but bother another. This is what I said to it. So, the two things... So, M is more clean... So M will like clean the toilets, clean the services. This I'm more tidy. Yeah. So M's actually very messy, but in a tidy sense. So she'll leave stuff, clothes, bits and bobs, like a little trail of around. stuff yeah. around. Yeah. I like things being put away in places. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I might not wipe the surfaces. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. And then she'll come in and be like, "It's so messy." And I'm like, well, "What do you mean? Everything's put away." And yeah. she'll be like, "Oh, there's some crumbs on the top." I, I also think like. Got to get the clothes in the laundry basket. You know, yeah, you finish it. Get them put away. It in the laundry basket. I hate clothes when they're left out. M loves leaving clothes on like the back of chairs, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, they don't need to be there. They can be put away. But yeah, all those little things. That's a, that's what it's about. That, it is, and you got to compromise. You got to communicate. You know, that, but we're le- we're learning this. We're basically becoming like a married couple. Exactly. Uh, but we're, we're learning that as time goes on. So, do you see yourself in the city or the countryside in the long term? Ooh, good or in the sunshine, good, you know. Good question. <laughs> I know it's a good one, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I obviously growing growing up in Wales is not necessarily the countryside, but it's more it is more countryside than what's the is it rural? Is that the word? Yeah, rural, rural yeah. urban. Yeah, yeah rural. it's more rural than than obviously London. Um, but at the moment, I'm really enjoying London. I'm enjoying being in the city. I think the vibe and the kind of just mentality in a city is different especially london it's kind of like a it motivates me mm. yeah you get up and you go in places and you're you're around kind of wealth and that that motivates me um but i always think i would like to be in the long term probably with a nice place in the countryside bit of space w- a bit of space with a garden because obviously I, w- I want a dog for myself you know? yeah we got to, we got twix but <laughs> it's not really my dog what um, kind of dog would you like i lo- i love little sausage dogs oh yeah, that's what, cute what they're called dash dash Dashin, yeah, Dashins, yeah. yeah. I, I love them i've always wanted one of those wow. um so, so cute they are very cute <laughs> so i think yeah. I like little dogs as well. When we like, I, I couldn't like. I, I don't like big dogs. I do like big. I like, dogs, yeah, but I. I couldn't it's have just one. to have one. Yeah. My, my father had a Dalmatian. Oh, they're big as well. Yeah, they're they're big and crazy. They're like <laughs> massive dogs. Do you know what? Because big dogs always think that they're small dogs. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. don't know how big they are. And they're like yeah, they're yeah. flapping their tails around, knocking stuff over. I do like big dogs, but yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't have one myself. I just like a nice little small dog, just sits on the sofa, easy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But. I don't, I don't know. It's weird, it's weird to think where I think we're going to be living in the future or, or you know, I, whether we're even going to be in the UK, we might be in LA. We, it's I, cool to leave that possibilities, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I like that possibility of like, you know, I think for some people that might scare them and they might get a bit anxious about that. But for me, I'm like, I like the fact that in five years time, we might be living in LA mm. and we don't know that yet. But, mm. you know, our, our life moves so fast. You know, when I think about what's happened in the last year. Of course. It's crazy. So, yeah, you've always got to be open to that possibility. Yeah. You've been to America before, right? I've actually never been. Oh, you have never been, been to yeah. America. No, I mean I wanna go soon, but I was gonna go straight It's been after... difficult at the moment, obviously. It has, yeah. Getting out there is is not hasn't been the easiest because I wanted to go straight after the show. 
Um, but I didn't go in the end. But I think I want to go back out when the time's right for my music. Definitely. Yeah, so I want to go out there, do a bit of work, meet the right people, maybe go to a studio, do things like that. But, yeah, I've never been. Literally never been to America. You've got that to look forward to. And there's, like, most of my audience is from America. Yeah, well, of course. So I've, I've, got, I've got to go out there soon. It's Netflix and everything. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your YouTube channel. So YouTube channel, we've got two. So we've got my one, which is... Not as active as the Cam and M channel, um, just because I don't really, I haven't really found a niche for mine yet. Mm-hmm. It's mainly going to be used for music, music stuff in, in when the time's right. But mine and M's is mainly just challenge videos. I mean, it's what we've done so far. We do we do like vlogs as well because people love. A bit. I think people like both. People like us obviously sitting there doing challenges, doing fun stuff, but then they also love the vlogs. Um, so we did our anniversary vlog. We did. We did a video the other day trying Japanese snacks. So we bought like a snack box from all around the world mm-hmm. and then we tried them. Um, but YouTube's difficult because I think not, obviously you've got YouTubers and then you've got like reality reality stars. I yeah. don't, there's a few reality stars that I know that put a lot of effort into YouTube, but it's the one thing that you, if you put effort into it, you have to go like full throttle. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. can't just make a few videos here and there. Um, and I'm always trying to, it's hard, to, it's hard to find the time for it because also, financially it doesn't actually make sense at the moment because it doesn't bring much back but for me i've always i've always said it's not about the money i could make a loss on those videos it's more about showing people that like we want to give you good content not just stories yeah yeah. um so i'm always thinking of new ideas m m not so much m more just i tell m what to do and where to be i'm not i'm the the camera you're the organizer i'm the organizer yeah so we're doing another one You'll get the Japanese snacks since you'll try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Essentially, I will buy everything, plan everything, put the camera where it needs to be. But yeah, she she likes it when we're, when we're, when we're in there. But I think she, I see the kind of long term benefit of, yeah. of doing a YouTube because yeah, I yeah. think you get the fam, the kind of the interaction with the fans is so much more definitely with YouTube because they are you're kind of giving them something. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like yeah, this definitely. is this is for you essentially. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think it's. We got a lot of ideas, and there's um, TikTok as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a tip but again. Like, you have a TikTok. It's only you know, 30, 30, 60 seconds, and you know we we both do TikTok. So I, I try I try and hit all the platforms as much as well as I can, um, but it's difficult to try and balance them all and yeah, do and do all of them as well as you want to be able to. Of course, of course. It's a hard life we live. I know. Hard life. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about exercise and keeping fit and how that's important and healthy eating obviously it's mentioned some meal preps and stuff like that so yeah. how do you do that and and when did you start kind of training so i started training i was probably about 18 mm-hmm. um so i've been training kind of religiously for the last six seven years um because i was used to be quite a skinny kid mm-hmm. but when i was young when i was like in probably like year seven or year eight i was quite a chubby kid mm. and then i became quite skinny i was like kind of skinny fat and i was like okay i started going to the gym um and then i put on quite a lot of like muscle i was taking it really seriously i was going like six six sometimes seven times a week um and i did that to be honest for about five or six years um up until kind of i was kind of very very consistent with it didn't have any breaks until probably the show after the show came out I've like the last few months is probably the worst I've been with the gym and training for a long time. It's only probably into the last few weeks now that I've realized that I need to get back into it. And I have, I've been going back to the gym. Um, but I think once you fall off the wagon, it's very hard to get yeah. back onto it. Um, but for me, for like my mental health and just, just for everything, organization, structure, it's so beneficial yeah. for me. And I think once you're out of it, 
you kind of convince yourself, oh no, this doesn't really make that much of a difference. Yeah. But yeah. then since I've been back into it, I've got like more energy. My days are just a bit more structured. Um, and even with the eating, I was just there'd be days where I would eat nothing, and then days where I would eat uh, like loads. So my body was just probably thinking, what it, yeah, what is going, going on? on? <laughs> yeah. Whereas now I'm eating a kind of I'm eating the same amount every day, making sure I get my protein in, hit my macros. But with me, is like I'm either all in or all out. So yeah. when I'm all in, even like little things like M's, like, oh, do you want to get a takeaway tonight? And I'm like, oh, it doesn't fit my macros. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, everything has to be all uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, so religiously, I did it for a long, long time, um, tracking everything I eat, basically as if I was like prepping for a bodybuilding contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the build up to the show, it was like extreme. I remember when I was quarantining uh, two weeks before the show, I'd train three times a day. Because mm. one, I had, I had nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. two, it was just like, I want to look as good as I can. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I think just lifestyle got in the way. As soon as the show came out, everything became so busy. I was in the studio a lot. Um, and you kind of just, I put it to the kind of back burner. But now I'm like, okay, I understand the importance of it again. It's, it's, it's you know, fitness is massively important. Especially, yeah. I think, during the winter times when it's dark. It's you kind bit... of need it even more, I think, in the winter in a way. Because yeah. it's like, people think, oh, just train in the summer. But actually, in the winter, you kind of need it more. That's what I think. I mean, you know, people kind of shun it in the winter because they're like, in, they, they do it in the summer because they're all summer body. You know? Exactly, exactly. But in the winter, it's darker, it's a bit more depressing. You need something just to keep those kind of, those what am I thinking? I was going to say hormones, not hormones. Um, uh, endorphins. Endorphins, yeah. Just to keep the endorphins going, make you feel good. So I think it's just something to do as well in the winter, you know, because it gets dark at four o'clock. You know, you've got something to at least go to or to, you know, it's, it's a goal as well. So I'm more a morning gym person. But oh, you're more. Yeah, it's oh, hard. No. <laughs> I, I, I've tried, I've done, like, you know, sometimes it depends on my day. So normally I'll probably do it in the evening, but if I have to, I'll do it in the morning. So this morning, I did, I did it this morning because I was like, okay, I've got, I've got no other time during my day. But I'm just, I'm a mess in the morning. I'm bad in the mornings. <laughs> like, I'm not good. I'm just, yeah, I just sit there and I'm, I'm really mongy. Yeah, I've, just not ready yeah, for it. unless I've had a coffee, I'm not, I'm not good in the mornings. So I'll just kind of go to the gym and I'll just be a bit, uh, Well, so. it's interesting. Everyone has their time. Like, some people go morning. Some people do it lunchtime and other people do late and some people do really late like people oh, working yeah. out at like 10 p.m i see that's me that's me <laughs> 10, 10 p.m is me i'm, I'm, I'm a night owl like, all my energy wow. comes to me at night time i'm not <laughs> i'm not a morning person i think the thing is to make it something that is long-term fitness and just make it part of life and you know you need to be able to treat yourself and you need to go out and stuff like that but you kind of want to keep it consistent yeah well yeah. I've, I've always said because I'm, I'm i'm a pt as well i'm actually a qualified okay, <laughs> qualified, cool. qualified pt my thing was always fall in love with it um and people would say oh yeah but i don't love it you know I, you know people say oh, i don't, don't love training you will find something as long as you experiment it might be it doesn't have to be weights it could be weights it could be running it could be cycling it could be skipping it could be crossfit it could be anything fall in love with it because unless you if you don't love it you're never going to be fully engaged the last thing you want to be doing is going to the gym, sat in the car park thinking, oh, I really don't want to go in there. Don't get me wrong, you will have some of those days. I'm not saying you know every time you go to the gym you should be really excited, but at least 60%, 70% of the time you're happy to be there because you like the thing you're doing. Because yeah. if you're doing weights and you hate it, just stop doing weights. Yeah, It's simple, of just try something else because you'll find something you like and once you like it, then you'll actually be more encouraged to go. And that's me. I I fell in love with weight training. Mm-hmm. If I if I if I was getting up every time to go and do 
sprints, I'd hate it. Mm. I wouldn't show up. Mm. That's the thing. If you like it, you're most likely gonna go. Mm. That's what was my little tip and, and and mantra for people that have you know trying to get into fitness. That's like you said. Like everyone finds their own thing, and people like some people do yogas, and mm-hmm. people do spin classes, people do hit class, and people some people like outside training, and you know tough mother and all these oh, things so, it depends what is right for you yeah i think there's so many different things you've got you've got a trial and error because most people will just try weights or try cardio and go oh, i don't like fitness that's that's not fitness mm-hmm. there's so many there's things so much you, can like, do. You, you can do walking yeah like, exactly. you, can, you can do speed walking if you exactly. want there's so many things to try before you go if you if you came back if you came back to me and said oh, i've tried every single thing under the sun mm. and i don't like any of them i go one, either there's something wrong with you, or <laughs> fine, I'd say that's fine. Well, it's, you can even find sports like te- people like tennis, yeah, people yeah. like, you know, so much like, um, you know, golf, you know, there's so all, many things, all sorts of things, exactly. Like, so that's I why think I, everyone can generally find something that they, yeah, do. and that way they're more likely to show up, but they're more likely to see the go- see the results, they're more likely to hit the goals because they don't hate what they're doing, definitely. Yeah, that's my tip, even if you've got a dog and you're walking, exactly, still, 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 keeps fitness. you going, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so what is next for your both, and what's your future plans? We talked a little bit about the music and, and things like that. What do you what do you kind of see for yourself in the future? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, Obviously, you get to America. <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult, you know, because the music, the music is is going to carry most of the stuff for me. Like for me, where I'm at now is nowhere near where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this is just for some people where I am now. It could seem like, oh, what? Why aren't you really happy with that? Yeah. I'm no, like I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm nowhere near my like my, my full potential. Like yeah. yeah, you know, like even even the brands I work with. You know, I love all the brands I work with now, but I'd love to work with like you know. Dior, Balenciaga, mm-hmm. these high-end brands. Mm-hmm. My hopefully my music will take me to those places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all a stage. I mean, obviously, I've got a potential econ business coming out as well. So I'm mm-hmm. developing uh, hair products at the moment. Uh, so that's something that's going to be coming out. I say quite soon. I don't want to bite, bite the bullet, but yeah, I think maybe in the next year these mm-hmm. hair products come out. But so I want to move into e-com. I want to start more businesses. I want to become more business-minded as well as focus on my music. I want to start developing you know, just better, more engaging content. And I think then for me and M, I don't know. Everyone, everyone always asks when are we getting married? When am I proposing? And that's obviously the the next step. But people are so impatient with that. They're like, you know, Cam, you got proposed now. I'm like, chill. We've only yeah, been together. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it on here, but obviously, I like. It will be, you know, it will be this year. I think. Yeah, yeah. It will be this year. When? When? That's we don't thing. know. We don't know. But <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think we've we've both got a really exciting future ahead of us. You know, Definitely. and I think this the, after the show, what happens? Just a springboard for us to do what we want and. For me, also, like to try and make a difference as well. While also, I'm focusing on everything I'm doing. I want to make a difference. I want to give back. You know, even with the content I give, I want people to enjoy it, to laugh, to smile, mm-hmm. or to feel something. So everything I'm doing is yes about me, but it's like I want to give good things back to people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you said, like kind of like doing things with your mum and, and yeah, like little that. things. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's thank been you. amazing. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Good to hear about you know living together and <laughs> everything and what you want to do and and obviously the music in the future. So yeah, it's very exciting. Stay, stay tuned for the music. Definitely. And thank you for listening. If you like today's show, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. 
It was presented by me, Dr. Richard Marks. For more about me, I'm on at Dr. Underscore Richard Underscore. Lots of underscores there. And Cam is at Cam Holmes, double S. And go to my website, which is www.drrichardlondon.com. And we'll post all the links in the show notes. The Dr. Richard Podcast is a Pod People production. It was recorded at Spiritland Studio and the music is by Delhi Music. We'll see you next time. Bye.